You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hola, friend. I wanted to wish you a happy March. Um, I have been having so much fun getting my cooking going. (laughs) I know I've been sharing a little bit on Instagram too, but I haven't given you guys an update. So um, so at the time of the recording, though, there's going to be, here are my new stories. One, I have had a great week of cooking something really healthy and delicious all week. There's been a mixture. My kids have liked it. Well, minus Avery because she's little and picky, but uh, my teenagers, my husband, were eating more vegetables. Um, but one of the funniest things that we've been laughing about is a couple of times while I'm cooking, the the smoke detector starts to go off. So we get this alert on our nest that says, warning, smoke detected in the kitchen or something along those lines. And then, um, you know, it says alarm may sound and it, it's going to be loud. So the first time it actually did set, set off the alarm and it's nothing like big. We just don't have a great ventilation system. So when it starts to like cook or like some of that the garlic starts burning up a little bit it um, creates the smoke right so this is what happens but the funny thing is that it sends an alert to my husband the first time it happened he was working on something at his brother's house and wasn't able to see his phone for a little bit and then he kind of freaked out and called and was like is, is everything okay I got an alert that the fire alarm went off blah, blah 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 I was like yeah I'm fine I'm just cooking and it was a joke because he already knows that I'm not the greatest cook and it's not my forte. So he was already kind of laughing about it. Well, when it happened again, now he just calls and says, Hey, is everything okay? Or are you just cooking? (laughs) So it's like, he already knows that the likelihood of there being a fire is not very high, but it was cool because he also shared that, you know, I'm grateful that you're, you're cooking for us. And I, it's okay if you ca- if you cause a fire at the house, but I just want to make sure you guys are okay. So it's a running joke in our house. But anyways, um, I'm still at it. I'm still committed to eating healthier and feeding my family healthier meals because I want to enjoy them and live long and not have any uh, more. Or yeah, if we can avoid health challenges and interruptions in life, that would be amazing. Anywho... I wanted to talk to you today about communication. I feel like this is such an important topic because not everyone is the greatest communicator, myself included, especially when I don't feel confident in what I'm saying. And after talking with Mariah on the podcast, and we talked a lot about storytelling and pulling that into your content that you're creating for your business, I thought talking about how to be a better communicator is good. I'm going to kind of gear this towards that same entrepreneur, business owner. But if you don't have a business, just keep it in mind and see how you can like modify it for you. Because I think that they all like the key tip here is all five tips are going to gear towards anybody and anybody wherever they're at. But I think it's important that we are all effective communicators. 
gives me an idea that we also should be effective listeners. So maybe I'll do an episode on that next time. All right. Communication is crucial for any business, especially online businesses, and again, for the human race in general. But if you are an online business owner, you might feel like you're not sure how to get your point across, right? You don't know how to become a communicator that is clear, concise, um, professional, and you are avoiding things that are causing your audience to feel overwhelmed, confused, or just, you know, not understanding like what you're, what the heck you're talking about. I have been there. And in fact, um, this like quarter one of 2023 has been really geared towards having a clear message so that I can communicate with the people that I want to impact. And I feel like all, you know, all my business life has been very messy. I hate the question of what do you do? Um, I hate having to explain it because I don't really know how to. So I've been working really hard on this and I'm really proud of what I've created. If you have seen any shifts or changes um, and noticed that my messaging is so much clearer, I'd love to hear from you because it helps me to know I'm on the right track. So just a thought. But um, anyways, here we're going to talk about a few tips to help you improve your communication skills, especially as an online business owner. Ready? Grab your notepad and let's get started. Number one is to be to be clear and concise. Exactly what I just said. Keep your messages short and to the point. You know that I don't like fluff. And so avoiding that extra jargon, any technical language, getting like off on a tangent, you really want to keep your clients and your audience engaged. So being clear and concise is key. Yes, storytelling might make it a little bit longer, but it still has to be really engaging, concise, and clear. So again, if I can try to make an example in, you know, for the business, that, that's what I'm going to do. But if I can also help you understand it in general, being clear and concise with what you want in your relationships, with your children, your spouse with your friends, coworkers, if you lead any kind of community group or nonprofit organization, you have to have a clear and concise communication method in order to get your point across in a way that the person listening is going to understand it and know exactly what you're talking about. And on the business side, whether it's for them or not, having a clear message is still gonna keep them tapped in because even if they might never become a client, they are going to know that you are the go-to person for whatever you're talking about. So be clear. Number two is be responsive. We want to make sure that we are not just talking. We want to help cultivate environments, both online and in person, that shows that we care. We want to be responsive in a timely manner. We want to show people that we value them. We value their opinions, their thoughts, their questions, and that above all, we are dedicated to providing excellent service, excellent, you know, just value in general that, that needs to be a priority for you. And again, in the personal life, being responsive is important. I mean, I don't know how many times I drag out <laughs> responding to a text message, and it's not because I don't want to. Typically, it's because I'm just doing a million things at the same time. And so when I see a message come through, I, I want to see what it says. And I feel like if I if I deem it really urgent and important, I'm going to respond, you know, 
right then and there. Or if it's like a quick yes, no, I might respond. But if it's going to take me time or I need to think through things or find a link or an answer, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to this after I finish writing this email or recording this podcast, whatever it is, I forget all the time. I never go back and respond. And then it's like a day later and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to reply to so-and-so. I'm horrible. And then I'm beating myself up and I feel bad. So instead, how can I create specific time where I am responding, especially again, if I'm thinking in my business, do I have set times that I answer DMs on Instagram, that I answer emails, that I'm getting back to clients in a timely manner? It is so important that you are responsive to your audience and the people that are important to you. There's also a cool new feature, at least on my iPhone, that I can read a message and then mark it unread. So I have been using that and it's really helpful for me as I'm in, uh, embracing this being a better communicator. Um, so I will read it and if I'm going to get back to it later, I will mark it as unread so it stays like bold and shows that I have a text and then I can get back to it later. So just a little tip there. Number three, be, be personal, be you, right? Just relax and don't try to make it fluffy or super corporate and professional. Like personalize your communication so that it comes across naturally and thoughtfully. So if you address people by their name, take an extra moment to go look at what their name is. Like for example, on Instagram, sometimes people will have their company name and I will take the two seconds to, to tap on their picture, see if I can find their name, go back and address them by their name. It just goes so much further. It really helps people feel seen, heard and respected. And I'm gonna tell you that that is going to catch attention. And if you're being clear and responsive and you know really thoughtful in your communication, it's gonna take it a layer deeper when you can really personalize it and help somebody on the other end feel special, even at home, okay? Another great example. This is gonna be really easy, I think, to tie into the personal life. So many times I'm working and I love working, right? Like I can just like fall into it and get just focused and like, I, I love it. Like I, you don't have to make me stop working because well, actually you do have to because I will keep working. Anyways, sometimes my kids will come and need something, right? And how many times do you find yourself half listening while you're still working? Like, uh-huh, give me a sec, uh-huh. But you're like, you're not really paying attention to anything they're saying. These are your kids. Like, I know for me, they are my everything. And if I'm if I'm dismissing them like that or um or like half paying attention, I'm not respecting them. I'm not making them feel important. So what I have been doing, and I've been doing this for years, is I either have to say to them, please let me finish this email. Please let me just wrap up what I'm doing so that I can pay attention to you, but I acknowledge it. Or if I'm able to just do it, I stop what I'm doing and I turn and look at them. So I'm not trying to do both things. And I think it makes a huge difference. Anytime that, you know, you're on the phone, you know, that's when everybody needs you. So again, it depends on the situation, but when possible, just at least acknowledge it and let them know that you're going to finish something and be with them or take the time, but stop what you're doing, turn, face them and, and really give them that time. It goes a long way, I promise. Number four is being proactive. So 
this is where you kind of have that servant heart. How can I help somebody else, right? So in business, how can you reach out to your clients and get ahead of things, let them know what to expect, what's coming next, checking in with them, helping them with the plan and their actions and all the steps, right? And with your audience, it's being proactive. Again, kind of just checking in. If you had an interaction with somebody and it just kind of ended, how can you circle back a week later and say, hey, like, I remember we were talking about this and I was reading an article, thought you might be interested. Here you go. That is amazing, right? Not only are you following up, that's a great business tip, but now you're showing up to be giving and to be of service to that person. Incredible, right? And then in the personal, how can we be proactive, right? This is things like getting your week prepared ahead of time so that there is not so much chaos. Have clothes picked out, pack lunches the night before, make sure that everyone knows the schedule. And that's something that our family has to do with our girls being so busy, our schedule's all over the place. And so we sit every week and we talk about, okay, what's coming up? Who needs to be where, when? And do we need to like modify the pickup? situation at all do we need to you know who who am I picking up who is my husband picking up do we need to ask somebody to give our kid a ride somewhere like we go through that week to week so that everyone's taken care of and feeling seen and important and we're also like really working on that not being overwhelmed or feeling rushed and everyone's happy because everyone's getting to do what they love and then finally number five is be human this is one of my favorite ones is showing your personality, being yourself as quirky and weird and silly as you think you are. I promise it's exactly who we need you to be. I always say that I'm, I'm cheesy, I'm awkward, whatever, like, but those are the things that make me me. And I know that it's what attracts the right person to my life, both in business and personal. I feel like it gives me, um, an opportunity to let somebody else feel okay in their awkwardness or their weirdness, right? Whatever they feel is that flaw, I promise is not a flaw. It is your asset and you have to show up that way. And also having empathy, understanding how somebody just might be having a bad day, right? Or you don't know what the home life situation is. I'm always having this conversation with my girls, especially the ones in high school, when there's, you know, girl on girl crime and um, just there's haters in the world. And it's sad. Sometimes I'm the hater. I have to admit it. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad place and I get frustrated with something and I have to check myself because that's not who I want to be. But at the same time, I'm going to have compassion when somebody else is coming across me to me in a way that I don't like or appreciate and again, there's a, a fine line because my boundaries are going to be strong that I'm going to be respected and I'm not going to surround myself with people that are going to hurt me. At the same time, I have compassion to say, hey, are you going through something that you just need some extra love on or prayer on? Like, let me know if this is just who you are, then, you know, best of luck to you in life. But like, you're not going to be part of mine. <laughs> um, and then in the business side, being human is going to be relatable. It's going to be that you are an actual person. We don't do business with products and programs. We do business with people. So if you remove all of the facade and all of the, the feeling like you have to 
just make money and sell your programs. It's not about that. It's about transforming someone's life, making an impact, being somebody who's going to show up in another person's life for however long your program is or however long your product helps and helping them with something that they're looking for. But being human is the foundation of all of us succeeding in life. And in this case, being a better communicator. So I hope this was helpful. I think it's something that we all can work on and something that we can all become stronger and stronger on in order to build these really fabulous relationships, both in business and in our personal lives. This is not about just, you know, sending messages, asking for things you need and communicating like selfishly. It's about listening and understanding as well. So that's why I'm thinking maybe another podcast on the listening and understanding side of it. But I feel like you get a really good understanding of all of those pieces of it and how communication is not just one-sided. It is a conversation between two or more people and the way to be successful at it is to be aware that you want to get better and start practicing it and being becoming more careful and thoughtful in the way that you are sharing your message, no matter where or who it's to. All right, big love and I'll see you next time.